1: Good morning to you. Welcome into the action line from WGNS. You look outside and you know spring is in the air. Beautiful sunny day. And we're going to be talking about lawns and gardens this morning. That's about the most perfect topic to have on a day like this. Anthony Tuggle is with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. And he's beaming from ear to ear. Isn't this a great day?
2: It is a gorgeous day, Bart, and I'm ex- so excited to be here. Been it seems like it's been forever since it we've been here. It has been too long. Good day. So I'm just excited to be here and, and, and visit with you and, and all our listeners. It just it feels you know, good.
1: One of the things as we get into this season is the farmers' market, and we're not too far away from the opening day.
2: You no, know, we are, uh, are engaging with them now. We uh, actually, I was talking to a, a new. Vendor yesterday, ah, our first-time okay. grower, so he's uh, excited about coming to the market and, and selling some uh, good produce. So it's always good uh, to have a lot of our, our um, old vendors, but also get some new vendors in that's uh, coming in with some uh, some items and things of that nature. So they're going to be growing vegetables as well, have some honey as well as some uh, beef, so they're they're, they're expanding out and trying to come to the market, so we're excited. Uh, May, first Friday in May is uh, right around the corner, so we'll be, like you said, we'll be uh, opening up uh, really soon, and we're excited about it. Looking forward to that
1: first Friday in May, and then after that, when are the dates
2: uh, every Tuesday and Friday through the last Friday in October, so we'll be uh, from seven until twelve. So uh, we didn't have that time for a long time, and it's it interesting we've been on that same schedule. Uh, I was at the office the other day. It was uh, two ladies that drove up on a Tuesday looking for the farmers' market, and thinking we was a year-round market. <laughs> they were <running. laughs> they, So they was they, were a little, they, they was a little early, but we will be uh, at the market uh, real soon. We'll be, yeah. Having some good produce and plants, vegetables, honey, meats, and all the good stuff.
1: And this is over at the Agri-Park, Lane Agri-Park on John R. Rice Boulevard, which is next to Paws and just down from Sam's. (laughs) Uh, And and one of the few places you can actually use two exits from the interstate to get to.
2: It is. We're pretty uh, centrally located right there uh, on John R. Rice, so people can... It's kind of depending which way you're coming. You're coming from the, uh, I would say north, but (laughs) you can get off on the uh, exit and come off down Fortress. And if you're coming from the, uh, I guess it ain't really south, I guess it's more west than, you can get off on uh, 24 and get off on uh, Old Fort. So we can, and we're kind of right in the middle of both of them. So we're we're pretty good access. You can actually see us from the interstate.
1: And watch and, and head
2: over there first
1: Friday next month. Correct. First Friday next month. And uh, that's from seven in the morning until noon. Is it seven until noon? Correct. Are you still? Is it going to be pretty much? Are we getting back to the normal schedule where you have a special event at nine o'clock, and then, uh, will, or will there be social distancing, masking, and Correct. limited numbers of people, or what?
2: Good question, Bart. We are uh, still going to remain in some of our code uh, COVID, COVID protocol. Uh, we are going to ha- have the classes. Uh, but we're gonna do them outside at the um, outdoor classroom, so we'll be outside and kind of spread out uh, out there and doing some of that. And we're probably gonna be looking to try to expand our outdoor classroom area as well. But being outside, we'll be uh, offering those classes um, throughout the time. I think is that they're at nine. You mentioned at nine o'clock, nine or ten. So we will be offering those programs. And, um, on every Tuesday and Friday, but they will actually be outside versus being in their classrooms. See people outside to get some good some uh, oh, vitamin yeah, D and good that. fresh air. So it's all it would be good. It's so neat outside. I mean, you have the gardens,
1: uh, the sample gardens, uh, different types. You have trails outside uh, which have. Plants that are labeled, uh, you get to see those. You got the plots of grass. You got a great pond that people are now fishing in. <laughs>
2: well,
1: have you seen some of the fish that they're catching?
2: Well, yeah, I've actually uh, caught a couple. You've already done <laughs> you I've seen, seen those. <laughs> but yeah, well, there are some uh, some good side fish in there. And, um, and speaking of fish, and people again you know, open uh, for fishing dusted to dawn, uh, pretty much every day. I think except for Sunday. They, they are not doing any fishing, but uh, I think they they are are going to have a um, for kids I believe a free fishing day. I think it's the first week, first Saturday for a week in June or something. Oh, I don't sweet. know what that was date. So I'll, uh, the pun that they offer will be participating in that uh, free fishing day. Most, I guess the TWRA uh, does that every year. So that would be one. So if you are not familiar with that, so are interested in fishing, learning more. So just come out and fish, and especially on that day, and bring uh, your kids and uh, everyone out to fish at any time. Uh, any other time you're fishing, the license and request. all requests. All TWRA uh, restrictions apply, so please visit their website, or you can visit our website, and it will direct you to uh, some of those as well. And we do have some of them posted on the sign, but be familiar with the TWRA uh, requirement for us, license, and things of that nature.
1: So since you've been fishing there... Um, uh, they do stock it with with good sized fish then i mean it's 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 worth fishing
2: for oh yeah I, they, they're stocking it, I mean it's f- stocked all the time, but doing that free fishing they they come and restock it uh to add some additional fish that's worth so and hopefully everybody will come out and try to catch some of those out because it typically would be overstocked at that time mm-hmm. but uh people are out there pretty much uh when it when the weather is nice, I see people out there fishing um pretty much every day.
1: And those are asking, catch me, catch
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> they are. So the only thing you can't do out there, I guess, is you know, we have had a couple people try to bring some little small boats, or so boats are not uh, uh, <laughs> allowed. So we don't want a lot of those, but everybody kind of to fish from the bank. We do try to keep it pretty clean out there and ask people to uh, pick up after themselves. We do have trash cans and things, though, but it's, it's actually great. I think the public have been enjoying it. Uh, so hopefully, they continue to enjoy it and continue to uh, catch some of those uh, good uh, catfish and bluegills and other fish that are out there as well. So, sounds like a, a fun day. Uh, you can check out how to do gardens and do a little fishing too. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Bob, we'll go back to it. you mentioned some of our demonstration. We do have an herb demonstration, uh, on-site butterfly garden, uh, turf plot, perennial. Uh, uh, perennial uh, bed display as well as the uh vineyard and orchard that we have on site. So, we have quite a few different rain gardens, have a couple different rain gardens on site. So, we have a lot of the education program that our master gardeners be involved with and in doing some of those programs at different times. So, we want to invite you to always come out and uh look at the ground, look at some of those demonstrations. You mentioned a lot of them are labeled, most of mm-hmm. them are labeled. So, if you're interested in a plant, you can kind of um identify with those and, and it is a little early not all of them are flowering right now <laughs> so you might not be able to tell uh, what is what but especially when they all flowering at the same time during the summer it is a uh, very beautiful sight
1: sounds like a good place to be and uh, can you just go over and walk around uh, if you want to just have a peaceful day maybe you had some stress and strain and uh, you just want to, let's say today, you want to just go over and park and walk around the uh, gardens and walk around the pond. Can you do that? Or do you have to go fish? <laughs> hey, you can't walk over there. you got to fish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have people walking all the time over there. Uh, so they feel free to, I mean, every day people are out walking, looking at plants. And uh, just exercising, so we're kind of like a little park area. But I do, need, I do more. I do make one correction though. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting, I'm getting a message. That the market does not open the first Friday in May. Open the second Friday in May. Second May, May 14th. Okay. So I'm, I'm misspoke. I know it used to open the first Friday, so they, we pushed it back a week. So I am getting that text. Well, let me, let me. I've
1: got a big pencil here. And I will uh, reach out and scratch that from the minds of everybody (laughs) listening in.
2: Erase it off. Erase it (laughs) off. May 14th. It's
1: it's not the first Friday. It's the the second second
2: one. Correct. May 14th.
1: Okay.
2: It's good with technology. They can reach out to you real quick and and correct you. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're driving
1: down the street and you suddenly have a slight headache, uh, we just erase that other one from your mind and put in the correct date. All right, well, while we're putting information in people's minds, uh, look back over the past week or month and tell us what some of the calls are you have been getting at the Lane Agri-Park. And first of all, is the Lane Agri-Park back open yet, or is it still all by phone?
2: We are back open. Ah, uh, beginning, we're getting uh, <laughs>
1: back to normal. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs>
2: Yay! Actually, we opened back up uh, first week in April, so we are back Great. open. People can... And people have been coming in and bringing in samples yeah. of insects, mostly. Uh, but we have a lot of questions of people. They're bringing are, you insects. They bring so? us insects. They want us. Out. They don't want them, so they bring them to us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't want them either, but they bring them <laughs> to us anyway. But we have been doing uh, quite a bit of insect uh, diagnostic on, on some plants. But one of the biggest questions and some things we've been doing pretty big is basically, uh, I guess, it's still part of COVID. People have been planting more gardens. Mm-hmm. And last year mm-hmm. it was a big push on garden. We did a lot of programs on garden. And we are still getting a lot of calls about uh, when to plant uh, warm season vegetables or wh- what can they do to prepare their beds. But this year seemed to be more of a uh, container gardening and raised bed gardening. So we're getting a lot of questions on about how to uh, prepare those beds and what to, what can they put in those beds. So typically in containers and uh, raised beds we can kind of pretty much do the same thing probably not plant any cucurbits, which are watermelon, or cantaloupe, those things that run on the vine, but...
1: What, do it, those take up a lot of space? They'll
2: run, yes, sir. You don't want to put, these, put, put those in your um, raised bed, especially your con, uh, containerized. And typically for us, and just get some good... Uh, composted organic soil and you should be successful and the good thing about those is basically they are really good if you are uh, have kids and kind of get them involved in, in some gardening things but pretty much a lot of our uh, things can be planted at this time like beans uh, uh bush beans uh, snap beans uh sweet corn and some of those things but a lot of other those vegetable uh tomatoes can be as well but a lot of other things can may want to wait till uh first of may time frame unless you can Provide some type of uh, frost protection on them. Typically, to today actually—that's
1: what I was thinking. I was thinking, when is that frost day? Today actually is that killing frost day.
2: Thinking the same (laughs) way. So, so we had to look at. So today is actually is that time where we typically don't have any more frost, but we know it's a little chilly today. So. It's what I've learned over the last few weeks when talking to uh, some classes about, I thought, we feel good. I think we're going to, on those warm days, we're not going to have any more frost as soon as I say it, it happens. So I'm not going to even say that. So typically... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <go talk>. knock <laughs> we,
1: on the wood for that. <laughs> so hope,
2: we, we I'm sure we won't have any in May. I'm, I'm going to reach out. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the recommended dates on that because our weather, as everyone has noticed, change uh, quite often. But... Typically, a lot of those things can be planted at this time, but you, think about it, You do plant some things early. Make sure that you have a way to uh, do some frost protection on them just in case. But we are at that window today as to less likely to have any killing frost after that.
1: All right. Uh, we have a text here from a listener who says they just recently moved to Murfreesboro and they came here from Alabama. I uh, don't know whether they had a banjo on their knee or not, but uh, <laughs> they just moved here from Alabama and have been lovers of uh, hummingbirds and want to know if you have hummingbirds in this area, and if so, when do you put out uh, the uh, hummingbird feeder?
2: We, the answer to the first part of the question, yes, we do have hummingbirds, uh I'm not really sure on the time we put those out. I know it's going to be usually uh, June time frame, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a little bit It'll be, be a little warmer. And, you know, obviously you're familiar with the hummingbirds. They like the red and, and different things of that nature. Uh, but I'm going to say June. Probably depending on what part of Alabama you're from, probably around the same time you was putting them out uh, doing in Alabama. We, we are not too – we are a little different, but not a whole lot different for us uh, – well, oh, that's uh, right. You're, you're
1: from Alabama.
2: <laughs> I'm Mississippi. Well, oh, Mississippi. Yeah, Excuse Alabama okay. is that backwards state from Mississippi. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we always say that because they actually look the same. They just backwards from one another. We always, uh, but uh, we are probably the same time frame. We're not too a temperature wise. Probably not too much different. I'm gonna probably say June, but I'm really not sure when you want to actually put those out or when they are actually. Uh, I know during the summertime, so June should work fine for you.
1: Now. Is there a certain kind of feeder that seems to work better, or is the secret in the ingredients that you put in the feeder?
2: Boy, I'm really not a good hummingbird person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to reach out to some of our listeners or some other uh, people that may uh, help us out on that. Okay. But uh, I'm thinking that sh- sugar water mixture and with being some kind of red is about all I know about hummingbirds. <laughs> and, and I have heard people say, keep it fresh
1: uh much more than a week or so and it does get bad so i've heard people say that they've had their uh hummingbird feeders out and it didn't attract hummingbirds and they uh, had not changed it all all through the summer so you you need to <laughs> you do need to change it even if they don't uh, if they don't use it you still need to change it so keep it fresh uh, as you look at other things, what should we be putting in the gardens right now? What is a good thing, whether it's a, a garden in the yard or if it's a container garden? What is there something that we should be putting in in mid-April, the alleged last frost day of the year?
2: <laughs> Bart, I'm, I'm, uh, at some of those vegetables I mentioned earlier, um, will, will be uh, you can put those out now. As well as probably, I'm going to wait a little bit. Some shrubs. Uh, I see a lot of people have uh, uh, have taken advantage of these times during COVID to uh, re landscape their yard. They've taken out some plants, putting in new plants, or you may have had some plants to uh, get overgrown or have died. Uh, so it's a good time to put in some uh, landscaping plants, uh, whether it's some new azaleas or crape myrtles or ornamental grasses and some of those type things so re landscaping your yard is a good opportunity to do that now mm-hmm. uh, we're in a good opportunity as well as put out some mulch uh, mulch around those trees and uh, shrubs and in those beds remove the weeds first if you have any I know everybody have a lot of weeds this time but you may, again you may have opportunity to have in your, especially in your tall fescue or either your uh, warm season grasses you may still have some uh, some uh, bluegrass weeds or as well as some uh, Broadleaf weeds, and things, you can take those out. Um, I'll probably go ahead and put on this last, if you have a cool season lawn, be a good opportunity to go ahead and put on that last uh, fertilization before the summer on those cool season lawns and also put on uh, probably your first application on some of those uh, warm season uh, lawns at this time because I, a lot of the uh, warm season grass have started to peak out a little bit. So you can kind of kick those off um uh, and by putting out some uh, fertilizer on, on those. So it's a good opportunity to go ahead and kind of do some uh, some gardening, some yard work, gardening. So a lot of, pretty much we are open, open book for a lot of things. If you need to uh, do some uh, pruning on some, uh, some mountain pruning on some trees and some shrub. You can actually go in and, and do that now. So I think we are pretty much in open season. We can get involved in uh, pretty much doing any, any, a lot of those tasks, any tasks you want to kind of uh, adapt and improve on.
1: Okay. Our phone number, 615-893-1450. Lots of beautiful spring flowers out there. Tulips, daffodils, all of them in full bloom. We have an email here for text, rather, from a listener who says they've already had some uh, hummingbirds come to their feeder. Uh, so give us a shot and share your hummingbird story this morning. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. We're going to do a little tiptoeing out there.
0: Watch your mornings with WGNS. Weekday mornings at nine, the Truman Show. Weatherford Issues with Brian Barrett Weekday mornings at 10 on the stations of WGNS. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. One of the new menu
3: items that we have added is our Salmon Imperial. Our Salmon Imperial is a fresh-cut piece of salmon with shrimp and a crab meat blend. And then we've put our Alfredo sauce on top of it. It's great for a low-carb diet that you can get with spinach, but also It just has an amazing flavor with a mixture of all those flavors between the shrimp, Alfredo, and then our salmon. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music
4: World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. If you're starting a home studio, you need to come to Music World and Drummer's Den. We also have interface for home recording, podcasts. We have USB microphones, all the equipment you need for home recording or podcast. We are your local music store. You need to come see us. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course.
3: Good morning, traffic's still moving right now, but it's heavy on 24 through the Hickory Hollow area as you head towards Nashville. A lot of folks uh, jumped over onto 41 this morning when they heard there was a crash up there on 24 West at Bell Road. It's not blocking traffic that bad, but it's still a lot of traffic to deal with now inbound on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. True Friends Moving Company is now hiring. Call them today at 240-2811 or simply go online to truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
4: We'll see skies becoming mostly sunny here this afternoon, high in the mid-60s. North winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujicic on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 49. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us.
0: Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. The action line with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings at 810 on WGNS AM FM online.
1: The party continues. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Anthony Tuggle with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. And let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are
5: you today? Hello there. I am fine. Good. Hi. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. How are y'all doing this morning?
1: We're having a party up here, having fun.
5: Well, uh, I live in the Las Casas area, and I just wanted to comment that we had visitors of the hummingbirds ah, the yeah. first week of April uh, and, with and all the sunny weather, uh-huh. with all the warm weather, so we started putting our feeders out, and then... Um, We didn't see any for a while, and then yesterday we saw another one. So they're here, but they're kind of in and out. But we make sure we have plenty of food out for them because they are searching and needing that food to make it through until we get sustainable, warm days.
1: Mm -hmm. What uh, suggestions would you have for people who are trying this for the first time, what type of suggestions for a feeder, and what do you do to put in those feeders?
5: Well, typically, you know, you can buy the bag uh, ready-made mix at Lowe's or the Dollar General. You can use those, but I feel like they like the sugar-water mixture better because it's sweeter to them, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's more economical, and you can make it up, and uh, they know what it is. So uh, I think it mimics the sugar sweetness of a flour.
1: Ah, okay. Well, and more, you,
5: more so than the, than the powder mixes.
1: Do you change that uh, feeder, the ingredients, pretty regularly?
5: If you're making the sugar water mix uh-huh. with regular sugar, I, I wouldn't let it stay in there no longer than two days, depending Ooh, on how okay. warm the weather is, because it, it sours um, pretty good, you know, for hot on hot days. So you do need to check it and change it for at least two, two maybe three days, depending on the heat of the weather.
1: And one listener just a moment ago texted a, a suggestion. They said one part sugar and four parts water and no red dye. Uh, so... I guess just leave it clear, is that what you're doing?
5: Yes, and you don't necessarily have to put the red food coloring in it because typically everybody's got the uh, containers that has the red base or some color red, so they are attracted to that. They know uh, when they get there that they don't necessarily have to see red in the bottle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, excuse me. They don't necessarily have to see the red in the bottle. My experience is they know what it is when they get there because they see the red base, the little flower. So, um, but change that regular, uh, regular, you know, two to three days depending on how hot the weather is.
1: Okay, so that, I think that's what a lot of people do not do. Uh, they leave it in for a week, a month, uh, and and that just won't cut it. Uh, every two days or so depending on how hot it is hot outside. the weather is- yeah,
5: yeah, because you don't want to make the bird sick, and it will make them sick if, uh, you know, they, they tend to eat from it. So they depend on us during the cooler mornings, the cooler evenings, uh, until it gets warmer up in the day. That's when they tend to be out scouting for their uh, food.
1: I've heard that uh, people get so uh, much a part of the family of the hummingbird that sometimes the hummingbirds actually will sit on your hand. Have you had
5: that happen? No, and I would <laughs> I would love that, but we did have 5 to 6 of them last year and they were fighting over this one particular feeder and don't know why, but we would we would sit there on our porch and watch them have aerial sword fights, we said. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, they gave us a lot of enjoyment.
1: Oh, that's what it's all about. Thank you for sharing your hummingbird story with us.
5: Sure, thank you, and we enjoy your show, we listen every morning.
1: Well, thank you, and you have a great day. You too, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. That, that's what we, we learn so much from all of you, so if you have a hummingbird story, uh, maybe you, and I wish I had the name of that person who had told me, and they sent a picture of the hummingbird uh, sitting in their hand. Uh, you, you're their source of food, and <laughs> I guess that creates a bond. Uh, and maybe maybe some hummingbirds are uh, friendlier than others. I don't know. They're pretty aggressive-looking uh, little birds out
2: there. They they do look kind of <laughs> uh, uh, aggressive, <laughs> and they move so fast, so they they are a pretty sight. But they do sit uh, occasionally.
1: On I've seen people talking about they have had them sitting actually on limbs. Uh, they don't slow down too much, but I guess they need to sometime. Don't, don't be stressed out uh, like a hummingbird. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you have a question, if you have a comment, uh, you can talk or text either one on uh, 615-893-1450. You're in control. Love to hear some more hummingbird stories. I uh, wonder what type of hummingbird. we. There are different types of hummingbirds. And somebody said we probably get Maybe the same birds back in our area each year. Uh, So you really can get familiar with these particular birds. And they fly here from, is it South America somewhere? Mexico, that area? I mean, a long flight for such a little bird.
2: Yeah, I think Uh, it's Central America, Mexico, somewhere around there. So they come a long way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, they're hooked on Murfreesboro. <laughs>
2: hey, we all are. It's a great uh, place to right. be. <laughs> I, can't,
1: I can't blame the little hummingbirds <laughs> for that. 615-893-1450. eight uh, nine three fourteen fifty. You're mentioning some things coming up at the Ag Center uh, programs, and and I'm just I'm elated to hear that the Ag Center is back open again. Uh, I love talking on the phones to folks. But when you get to see them face-to-face and see that big smile on their face, just makes you feel good.
2: <laughs> it does, Bob. It, it, it's, it's, it's really... W- We've been behind these computer screens, I'm going to say, for over a year now and yeah. visiting and doing classes on program. But we are back doing uh, some programs face-to-face as well. Uh, we're still offering quite a bit online or a combination of some. So we do have different groups. Uh, I know Mitchell has a program. I think it's going to be by Zoom uh, as well, but it's free coming up. I think that's uh, maybe another week or so on um, – Something's tearing up my yard. I think mole, oh, yeah, voles, yeah. and amadillos. Uh,
1: uh, when is that coming up? I
2: think it's April 26th. Okay. Um, so
1: put that one on your calendar, and uh, Mitchell always makes those fun. Uh, all something tearing up the yard. Moles and voles and
2: amadillos. Umadillo-
1: and there's, what was the third thing that he
2: did? So we're seeing more and more of those moving, especially with the fire ants. Obviously, we got fire ants. Uh, programs. Uh, don't mess with those. <laughs> now avoid those as much as you can. And I don't see a lot of other programs listed on the website, so I can't. I don't know them all by heart. We're we'll try to get our website updated today with the other programs and things that are listed. But uh, some of. The, but if you're interested in a program, or feel free to call our office. We'll be glad to. Uh, Talk with you and visit with you, or you can stop by as well and uh, drop off some samples and things.
1: Now you mentioned moles and voles and armadillos tearing up your yards. I, you know, I don't see that many armadillos. I, the only ones I've seen are dead <laughs> on the side of the road on on a highway or something. I, are they in the uh, in the city? Uh, I mean, I, I haven't seen any around, but maybe I'm just not traveling the. I'm not sure what the armadillo likes or dislikes.
2: Most of the ones I've seen have been <laughs> in the same places on the side of the road. But it's rural, isn't it? Have you seen some in town? I haven't seen it. I hadn't heard of any call. Of sure, they're going to be moving their way. Going to, they migrate all over the place. Typically, uh, where fire ants are for sure. And um, so, are they
1: attracted by fire ants? They
2: one of the things that they actually feed on, and uh, so that's one reason that we are seeing a lot of them moving to this area. It, or because of the finance and things of that nature, but uh, <clears throat> I don't. But as far as that, I just remember uh, seeing them on side. I know we had a lot of them in Mississippi growing up. and They would come into your garage or carport and things of that nature. So you can see them in a lot of different. In Mississippi, it was rural, so but they, they all over the place. But they still see them migrating to a lot of uh, different areas. They typically uh, don't hurt people or won't cause any in- injury to people. Um, although they do carry leprosy. They do <laughs> carry some disease. I'm not I'm sure not, what kind of uh, I'm
1: not sure I've ever uh, had... I've never seen somebody with leprosy, but after reading about it in the Bible, I don't want to have that. Uh, I, I just. I was looking up on the Internet while we were chatting, uh, finding trying to find something about armadillos, and they talk about how delicious... Bacon wrapped armadillo eggs are. Is this, I, I've never heard of this. armadillo eggs, Are a classic Texas barbecue. I was to say they had to be
2: out of Texas. I was just thinking. <laughs> Who else would? Who else? <laughs> I was just thinking it'd have to be out of Texas barbecue.
1: Uh, include <laughs> jalapenos. Whew. I guess whether it's bad or good, it's going to be so hot you're not going to know what it is.
2: Well, it, bacon does make everything taste good, so I yeah. don't know. <laughs>
1: And they're fried, so uh, you know that's good for <laughs> <laughs> Don't Don't believe that. Boy, that's one of our worst enemies in the South, I think, fried food. 615-893-1450, have any of you ever had armadillo eggs? Uh, matter of fact, have any of you ever seen live armadillos, uh, not on the side of the highway, but in a neighborhood uh, here in this area? i like to hear from you this morning. 615-893-1450. Uh, and, and they have slowly been coming into the area, uh, into Middle Tennessee. And when I was growing up as a kid, those were things that you saw in the cowboy movies. And it was never even thought of seeing them here. Uh, just like bears. We don't ever think of seeing them here, but I think TWRA, Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, talks about bears uh, in in the years to come will be in every county in Tennessee, and they have a wide roaming area, too. Our phone number, 615-893-1450. We're talking about lawns and gardens, and one of the things, when the farmer's market opens, which is the second Friday <laughs> yes. in May, which is May the 14th. Uh, 7 in the morning until noon. Uh, when that opens, one of the things they have is fresh, local honey. And everybody, uh, we, man, we need that honey. We, uh, we have a lot of pollen and stuff like that in the air, a lot of hay fever going around. And fresh honey uh, is reportedly a, a good way to reduce that problem of sinuses and hay fever and things of that sort. And you do have plenty of fresh, local honey at the farmer's market.
2: And I'm excited about that because I have been out for about a month. So oh, I'm, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I need, I'm need i in need of some honey uh, uh, for my coffee and stuff in the morning. So I, I've been out for a month. So I've been suffering, suffering it through it. But uh, we'll hopefully have some at uh, May 14th we'll be out and get some.
1: You know, one thing I enjoy a lot about the farmer's market is your... Uh, fresh cheese made by local farmers. I mean, it's just about as good as you can get, especially the goat goat, cheese. I love that. Just a slight edge on it. Just enough to make you want more and more. So that's all at the farmer's market. Uh, Have you heard anything about some of the folks, because this is a good time. I'm not sure there's a bad time, but uh, planting bushes and Flowers and trees uh, a lot of the farmers grow their own
2: yeah we do I mean a bar is a good time to plant some of those we do have several uh, people who have or uh, uh, tree shrub or, or other ornamentals or herbaceous type plants and flowers that, that at the market so we can, it's a good opportunity to go ahead and uh, refresh your yard or landscape with some of those plants uh, as well uh, but you have some of that even we were early in the season uh like when we open on may 14th won't be a lot of a whole lot of warm season vegetables available we do have a few people that have some uh, greenhouses and things like that so it will be some warm season vegetables a lot of it will be cool season vegetables uh i mean lettuce and things of that nature um greens and some of those type of things as well so you'll have a, a quite a bit of those type things early in the season if not um but you also will have some plants. Uh, you'll, uh, you'll have uh, tomato plants, uh, pepper plants, and some of those things. You want to put out some things on your own. So you probably see some broccoli and things at, at the market this uh, early in the season. So you'll see a lot of the cool season type of uh, vegetable more than you'll see the tomatoes, peppers, uh, ochre, squash, and all that stuff. you see that uh, much later. Uh, strawberries and some of those things will be coming out early, but other stuff we'll have to wait till later. But we, again, you mentioned we will have the honey, we'll have meats, uh, goat cheeses, and things of that nature. So we, they'll be gearing up, and, and as the weeks, as the weather continue to warm up and the weeks go by, we'll see more and more uh, warm season vegetables come into play. I'll Besides some of the cool season things like radishes, onions, and things of that nature as well. So we'll start seeing more and more. But there will be um, always early. There always be a couple of people that have some uh, greenhouse tomatoes and some things of that nature early. But plants and things that you can prepare and put some of those out yourself. Herbs, uh, herb plants and things. that I know during the COVID time, I took out two beds at my house and put in none but herbs. So I'm You're ready. Out. <laughs> I can go out and I've been harvesting them already. They've been up growing uh, and been doing great. So we do a lot of fresh herbs these days. So try to, so you can kind of move some of those beds around and put some of those, few of those plants out in your own landscape. You can actually uh, go and uh, purchase some of those, especially those perennial herbs. Yeah, uh, they come back year after year. You don't have to worry about them. They're just always there for you. Our phone number six
1: one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. And we're talking about lawns and gardens. Anthony Tuggle is with us this morning. We're going to pause for just a moment, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. And if you have a good armadillo story, we're waiting on you. Give us a call.
0: WGNS 100.5 101.9 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.
1: Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, Capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking
4: foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com.
5: Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bultner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions.
3: Honoring and remembering those who served in our military,
1: here is today's Salute to Veterans.
4: True American hero, Norm Elzier. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. Your basic training... What
6: was that time period? It took quite a while because after we went to uh, the classroom study, then we had to go up to Apalachicola, Florida, where we took aerial gunnery training and we flew in AT sixes with a thirty caliber machine gun and shooting at that target. The bullets were painted colors, and they could tell who shot what. From there, they sent us off to a mechanic school in Shepherdfield, Texas. From there, they sent us to a gunnery school again. It was strictly shooting a 50 caliber at a moving target way downrange. From there, we went to California where we joined our bomber crew. Well, Norm, when you shipped out, what was that like? It wasn't too good. The planes—they were all brand new planes—and they were supposed to fly over to Italy. The trouble was, the ground officers decided they were going to fly too, so out of the six gunners two of us had to go by boat and we drew straws and i was fortunate enough <laughs> to, to draw one of the boat straws it took nine days to go across the atlantic and it was storm almost all the time in fact i came off the boat in a stretcher because i was standing watch on deck uh, three times a day and, and i got sick norm Elzier,
0: this has been a salute to veterans on
3: wgns radio Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Veteran and locally owned, fast and available 24-7. Restoration One offers preventative maintenance so that you never have to experience a loss like this again. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. wg listeners get $50 off 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088.
4: This is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come see us for all your home lawn, garden, and farm needs. We have everything you need to help with your garden, lawns, farms, whatever you need for the perfect gift. For your feathered friends and your furry friends, please come see us. We have baby chicks. You don't have to be a member to shop with us. The Co-op Farm and Home Center is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off South Church.
3: Good morning. Traffic's still moving right now, but it's heavy on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area as you head towards Nashville. A lot of folks uh, jumped over on the 41 this morning when they heard there was a crash up there on 24 West at Bell Road. It's not blocking traffic that bad, but it's still a lot of traffic to deal with now inbound on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. True Friends Moving Company is now hiring. Call them today at 240-2811 or simply go online to truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
4: We'll see skies becoming mostly sunny here this afternoon. High in the mid sixties. North winds at five to fifteen miles per hour, gusting as high as twenty. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vojcitski on News Radio WGNs. Currently, it's forty-nine. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. Is in the i ask my friends
1: to come and see Welcome back. We are broadcasting from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online, they're at willowwindow.pro so be sure you use that uh, P-R-O at the end of it, willowwindow.pro. Welcome back. Ruth Davis, if you haven't heard, is our winner of the delicious banana pudding. It's her birthday today, Ruth Davis. She won the banana pudding from the Slick Pig Barbecue. And our good neighbor of the day is Corey Acres. Corey Acres gets flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family over there at Ryan Flowers coffee and gifts. Well, why don't you head over there and get some Ryan Flowers coffee and gifts? It'll make everybody happy. One seventeen South Academy Street. An octopus's Garden. We may be stretching it just a bit. Aren't I don't know, but I always, I, that was a good excuse to play that song. Uh, it sort of ties in Octopus Garden with the armadillo bacon wrapped uh, eggs. Never heard of those either. I've heard the octopus's garden, but I've never had a. Uh, I'm not sure I want to try one of those. I'm, I'm, I'm usually <laughs> I like hot things, but the uh, Texas jalapenos are pretty hot.
2: They are. Uh, are you,
1: uh, do you like hot things,
2: Bart? I used to. The older I get, the less. <laughs> I don't think he agree with me. He don't like me.
1: Oh, okay.
2: So you, I get you like it? that, but it <laughs> doesn't I, like We you. don't. We don't. We are not on the same page. We don't agree with each other anymore. <laughs> so well, more mild now.
1: We're we're talking about things to be uh, enjoying in the farmers market when it opens up the second Friday in May, and that's just around the corner. Second Friday is on uh, May the fourteenth. Circle that date, and we need to be there. I mean, that's. That's going to be the opening day. That'll be a celebration. That's almost as big as the day that you physically opened up the Ag Center (laughs) once again after this pandemic.
2: It has been. I just say we open. We are still on a rotation. A hundred percent of our staff is not there at the same time to do social Uh distancing, but we do have uh, people at the office on a, a daily basis from 8 to 4.30, so you can feel free to call, email us, drop by, um, uh, kind of like every place you go these days, we do have a plexiglass front up for, the, yeah. <laughs> for um, protocol, and we do require, uh, as you enter the office, to maintain, have a mask on. We do require masks uh, at, at the office as well. So well,
1: we'll let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on with Anthony. How are you today?
2: Doing good. How are you, sir?
1: Doing great. Thank you for calling.
4: On your armadillo eggs, have you ever tried? You said you had never heard of them.
1: I'd never so even heard you, of them. No.
4: <laughs> obviously, you never tried them. Uh, they are they're they're delicious. Are they? Uh, yes, sir. That you, you stuff a jalapeno pepper with uh, cream cheese and sausage. Of course, you got to fry the sausage first, so yeah. it'll be you know it won't be raw. But uh, then you wrap them with bacon and. Uh, Take a toothpick to them to hold the bacon around the pepper, and throw them on a lightly uh, sprayed pan uh, on a pan. Throw them in the oven and bake them till the bacon's done. And oh, uh, you're making me you're hungry. <laughs> you ready to sit down and eat? You ready to sit down and eat then?
1: Uh, and and uh, it's not just one, I don't think.
4: Oh uh, no, sir, no sir, you can't <laughs> eat just one. Uh, and if you don't like, if you're not big on spicy. You can also use a banana pepper and do the same, same. same thing it just ain't got no spice to it.
1: Okay. The spice is what's making it. Uh, that sounds like
4: it. Yeah, well, I like the spice. Uh, yeah. So, you know.
1: <laughs> I don't blame you. I do, I do too. But it, like Anthony says, it doesn't like me sometimes. But, well, <laughs> that's the price you got to pay to help. That's right. (laughs) Grin and Barrett.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Ain't ain't no no fun if you don't have have to sacrifice a little bit to have it. That's true. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, that's a good attitude to have. (laughs)
4: I've got one quick question for Mr. Anthony there, too. Sure. Uh, Is there any place in Rutherford County that uh, does soil testing other than the co-op?
2: Uh, yes, you can bring you can. Well, I say, but we, we have the SOAR text box and kits, you can uh pick the information up. And uh, during this time of COVID, we've asked people to, to send them to the lab in Nashville, uh, or uh, uh, yourself. And usually, those are $15 a sample, uh, to do through the UT lab. Okay, does that and how can I get the
4: address for that? Just come by your place and pick the boxes up, and then
2: the box, uh, y'all. Yes, the box and the paperwork, and we'll provide you with the paperwork and the instructions on how to mail and how to pay for it uh, at the uh, lab. All righty. Good luck on
1: that, and we're out of time. Anthony Tuggle, our guest this morning, thank you for joining us today.